is the last this is the last day I'm gonna be here. Well, tomorrow I'll be here, but then I I won't see you for several months. Yeah, look, you're famous now. See, you're famous. And then then you could come up and visit me in South Dakota, maybe. Hmm. We'll go. We'll go get ticks. We'll chase mountain lions. Yeah, Chad's Chad's not here because he. Yeah, you like that behind your ears. I know. And we got to play today. We went to the park. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna miss you too. Yeah. All right. Now I gotta wash my hands. All right. Yeah. Let's go down. That was that was enough stardom. We'll be back. Hang on. I gotta wash my hands. Oh, Doc, get out of here. <laughs> All right, I had to do that because uh, I wanted to get uh, the dog of no real value. One little final video there. I had to bring the camera angle down. Hey, Doc, I'm gonna send you. Um, I'm gonna send you a link if you want to get on the show. You're always here. I gotta find. There you are, Doc. I'm gonna tweet you the link if you want to come on. I should have should have you on more often, just to. Cause you got your new book out too. There he is. What's up? What is happening? You missed Ivy, the dog, the dog of no real Valley had a quick appearance. Cause she's, uh, uh, we're taking off tomorrow. And, uh, so I won't see her for like months. You're going to have a tough time uh, being away from that dog. I think you've gotten pretty attached based on the past. I, few. <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, but I'm going to miss that dog. And I feel real bad for the dog because its owner works double shifts a lot. And that dog is alone all the time mm -hmm. with all people here. And so, yeah, it's going to be, um, it, it's going to suck. I won't, I won't lie, man. I like, I love that dog. It's so stupid. And she's so loving and like you, you want to look if that dog could write, it should write a book telling women how to be, because that's like, she's always excited when I'm there. She's always excited to do whatever I want. She's excited when we get in the car, excited when we get out. Every stage is excitement in this dog when, when you're there. And so it's a, it's very, I'm going to miss that joy. Yeah. No. Well, who's taking care of the dog when you're not there? If, there you know, the is the, 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 uh, Southern commands tenant, takes care of it but the southern commands tenant works a lot it's, it's working so, yeah so who's yeah so they hire uh, a dog sitter to come in every once in a while uh -huh. but you know it's it's no different than kids it's not the same as having your parents around and so you know it it's kind of akin to single moms where like there's a new guy brought in every time and the kids get attached and then that guy goes away um it, and i i kind of feel sad for the dog because there was a person present here that the dog had grown accustomed to. And then that individual left and then the dog went through a depression. And, um, <clears throat> and I'm not kidding. I, I said like, you know, fly the dog up. We'll go to South Dakota and hang out 
And that dog would make a great, the dog is a great hiking dog out in the desert. I think she'd even be better out in South Dakota uh, before the tick, uh, tick season begins. Uh, well, I took care of that dog for, it was very brief. It was only one afternoon, you know, four or five hours, but it was just me and that dog. So, yeah. uh, you know, it was fun. <laughs> and she's well behaved, right? Yeah, very well behaved. Yeah, yep. she's she's a she's a sweetheart. So problem with her is like I every time I pet her or cuddle with her, I gotta like wash up real good because I'm allergic to her. Otherwise, I'll get like bumps on my arm and hives. Oh, <laughs> uh, so she's yeah yeah. So that that's one drawback. But yeah, I'm gonna miss walks and uh, going to the dog park and going on some more serious hikes. She's a pretty good climbing dog. Um, yeah. But uh, I will go back to the Northern Command tomorrow. So, but anyway, what's up? You know, I um, <laughs> I was just telling, so I was talking to somebody before this, you know, somebody you know. One of our agents in the field, yes. I guess you could. Yeah, you yeah. could be one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and I just realized, I was telling her about some of the, you know, I've got some war stories just from the last 24 hours. Really? I, I, I kind of wonder if maybe I, I will save those for when I do my like end of tax season. Save yeah. that. That has to be your maiden podcast or your okay. podcast because it's going to be so good and we should advertise it. And you want to set a date for that now? Like what, what is the official? Cause they keep pushing away for the affirmative action people who can't mail their stuff in on time. <laughs> it was usually April 15th, but then it's the weekend thing, but then it's emancipation day. So what, what is it now? When was it forever going to be April the 15th or 19th or 18th? Uh, it's well, it's April 18th this year and probably next year. Now my deadline is April 15th. I've had a few clients go, well, you've got the weekend to do mine. I'm like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> so I'll tell that I'll believe me. I'll have things to talk about when I do do that podcast. Um, I but do just, just, just for my knowledge, people are coming up to you now saying you got the weekend to do it. Right. Well, I basically I stopped taking paperwork. Nobody can give me any new paperwork unless I've already started working on it. We're right. missing a couple of things. Right. So, and a little bit of a, a teaser for give some us of a taste. Give us a hit. little yes. little taste. Yes, I have been getting some people that I already filed extensions for them. So I'm like, look, you didn't get me your paperwork by the date that I set because I said I need at least a week to get everything done because you know mm -hmm. I still have a bit of a backlog. Oh, but you have extra time this year, so I'm still going to send it to you. I said, look, you know, that's not how this works. You don't get to decide when I do your return. I decide when I do your return. Or you let could me, go somewhere else. Let me ask you this. Um, you already filed an extension for them? Like they didn't get the paperwork in it? You just assume you would file an extension? And they knew that because I told them that in my you know opening season letter. I said, if I don't get it by this date, you get an extension filed. Do do you have to file their extension? I don't have to, but I do it anyway. If they're a current client, yeah. you know, I, I am going to at least be responsible for them and that, even though they're completely negligent, lazy, inconsiderate and lacking empathy, which is pretty bad when you're a therapist, if you lack empathy. Right. Well, these, um, you know, my opinion on therapists. So, uh, and I have the same one. Right. Right. So, well, um, good. Well, I, I just, um, before I forget, I do want to say this because we're talking about, you know, my inaugural, podcast for when yes. I do it. Mm -hmm. Um I I am currently now remember I don't have any content. 
I'm currently at 95 subscribers. I have a modest request for anybody watching this. I think it would be neat if I got to 100 before I. It doesn't have to go beyond that, but if I could get to 100 before. What I'd uh, be, where do where do people? Is it just, they just search Chad Elkins? They'll end up on your channel on YouTube. Yeah, and there's a picture of me with like sunglasses on. I look like the Terminator because there's a mm -hmm. few other Chad Elkins, you know, channels. Yeah, on I there. saw those posers. There's a fat Chad they Elkins, and I, who are these guys? There's some loser who's got a video about him putting doing puzzles or something. I'm just like, couldn't you at least have a cool channel with the same name as me? <laughs> so don't do that one. I would never do that to you. Mm. So what? Uh, so should we be on the 19th? Uh, the official end is the 18th, but then we should do it on the 19th. Uh, let me break it down for you. Okay. okay. Uh, it is the 18th. The 19th, I do nothing but sleep for about 16 hours. So that's oh. the 19th, the day after tax season. Now, April 20th is 420. Do you well, know what 420 yeah, is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm aware of your, your inferior subculture. Yes. Okay. Inferior. Oh, you, you're wrong. <laughs> um, all right. Go yeah. on. So um, in all honesty, man, I'd kind of like to give it a, a week or something because I mean, I need to rest. I want to recuperate. I did want to tell you, I am traveling to, you know, my Southern command that following week. Mm -hmm. If you're all right with it, I wouldn't mind doing it down there while the, fine, the, yeah. the person I'm with is at work or whatever, you know, visiting. I can, I can do that with you there. So that's what right. I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Take the week off, man. And just relax and, and chill yeah. out. I, I, uh, but yeah, save your stories because it'll, it'll be a perfect, a perfect, uh, opening segment. Just one tiny little teaser taste without much detail. Just the nerve of some of these people, dude. The nerve. Like, ugh. they You don't exist, Chad. These people. What is the what is the mental disorder where you think you're the only person alive? Solipsism? I know that, is that yeah. narcissism? I guess that all describes it, but it's almost to the point like you're incapable of acknowledging that other human exists. Hang on, let, solipsism. I thought uh, was psychopath, like where you lack empathy, where you completely lack empathy. I think that's either um, sociopathy or, or psychopathy. Maybe I don't know. Okay, I think it is solipsism. The view or theory that the self is all that can be known solipsism. to exist. Yeah, then it's solipsism. Yeah. That's that's what it is. But I would. It must go to a mentally ill level where you really don't. Which I've never understood because. You're having a conversation with the person. They're there. You could literally touch them. There's feedback. There's also variance. I wouldn't say chaos, but there is um the behavior is not robotic. It's always something different. And like I don't know how you could never acknowledge that that's another human being. Or people are maybe so selfish with their time. They don't even they know you're another human being, but they don't care. And that everyone else is to be enslaved to advance the the self, the individual. Uh, at all other expenses. Dude, I got an email just about an hour ago when I was talking to, you know, you know who on the phone, mm -hmm. just the nerve of this person sending that email. I had to stop the conversation and be like, you got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> with this. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story. It'll be part of the stories. I, I love it. No, I, I would love it. So how, how could you possibly send me an email like that? Like, I can't wait to tell this. <laughs> Look who's here. Uh-oh, no. Oh, my God. It's real now. It's real now. So three nerds walk into a podcast. Oh, good to see you guys. I only see two, but I'm not saying who's not. That's Rick from Magnum PI over here. So Hey, hey, I got this. It was a good deal. I got this for five bucks at Walmart. I think it's very fashionable. No, I do. I like it. 
Yeah. Uh, this looks like a five dollar Walmart. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Why don't you go back to Africa where they don't have shirts? Well, I'm in the Pacific to... Northwest with this flannel thing. Yeah, that's a... go back to 1996, Chad. I mean, oh my God, that's a... Kurt... Doc. How have you been, man? Uh, so I ran for city council, and uh, I got destroyed. Yeah, oh, I got really? Voted. <laughs> <laughs> I got voted down like three to one, man. Really? Well, Mayor and I both went down in flames, man. Yeah. What was your what? platform? Responsibility yeah, like, well, and, and common sense? Yeah, you know, uh, I thought I, I thought I had a pretty good uh, platform. Roads, you know, build out housing, hire mm-hmm. more accountants, all of that. Everything, like everything that people yeah, can get I, behind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, some some refreshing, refreshing, and then it's like 100% of precincts, and I'm like, holy smokes, that didn't go well. But. Uh, <laughs> How, out of curiosity, how vested were you in this? I thought you would have like retired. You keep saying you want to retire, but I don't see it. Yeah, well, I, I you know, I didn't put up any yard signs and uh, didn't do any advertising and stuff like that. So it had to be my good name, which would have carried me. Uh-huh. And uh, it didn't. So, but it does free up uh, basically six days a week or six days a month between the different meetings. So. It is what it. It is what it. I, like, I wasn't sad after it happened. I was just kind of surprised. I was like, God. I mean, I might have to move towns after people see what the results I, are here. I don't think you're the town leper just yet. I think you just so, lost an election. I think that's it. I think it's, like it's people okay. came out to punish me, Chad. People like moved here just for a day. Like they. Well, they, you know, they so is this well, like Chad. the primary or? Has- so it, it was for city council. So I would be, if I would have won, I would have represented my uh, ward here. So, but I didn't. So. Um, would would we have to refer to you as councilman? Yeah. Wow. I'd have voted for you. You got me garbage. Yeah. One man, time. I don't, I, you know, I, I went to the debate and the debate was pretty heated. So um, that was. I, it, it was something like there was one older person incumbent who got voted out. And at one point during the deb- debate, he stops. And he's like, I know you're talking about me. Like points to somebody in the audience. Like, I know you're talking about me. Like, Just get out in the open. Well, doc, like, let me know. ask you this. Have, have you ever sat in on a city council meeting before? Yeah. So why would you want to get involved? I mean, what you like your commute? I, I just think it's a complete well, waste of time unless you plan on being there for a long time. You had some kind of vested interest in the community. Yeah. So, so there was a vested interest. They're putting, they have a proposal for the l- largest subdivision, which would um, broaden our tax base. Um, they have to relocate the airport. It's, you know, too small and for that to grow in the, uh, the industrial, you know, area. And then uh, an indoor pool. The current one is is outdated. The building is being shut down. Stuff. So there's like, I think the next three years, the decisions will will kind of shape the next thirty years. And our home, oh. our, our assessment went twenty two percent. So we're also getting into this range where I wanted to figure out what was going on. But uh, yeah, anyway, I mean, <laughs> I guess I did. I wasn't uh, I wasn't that vested in it. Uh, I would have done a good job, but I didn't expect to uh, to have everybody come out and kind of uh, have the airing of grievances with uh, Festivus in District 2 here, too. But how could they air their grievances against <laughs> you? You weren't even in there. If anything, airing of the grievances should have brought in, like, that should have helped a, a newcomer. Well, it, it, it was me and another newcomer. Um, so, and the incumbent uh, wasn't running again. So I was going up against, uh, we we're both new. Okay. So... But, the, the newcomer uh, got the 
the majority of the votes? Yeah, it, yeah. If you want to call like a four to one a majority or something, yeah, that, that's yeah. a that's a majority. I'm no mathematician, uh, but, but you know the uh, the mayor. We both, you know, had, he he was ousted too by kind of a similar, um, you know, large margin. But but it, it was all right. Like my my daughter in the morning, she's like, oh, you didn't, you know, you weren't voted. I'm like, no. So, but um, my book is out. I was about to say, when is it coming out on audio? Um, it will be out on audio, uh, probably soon, not soon. It'll by contract, it can't come out till 20, uh, 23 in audio, but it will be an oh audio. Oh my God. I'm not going to wait that long. I might actually read the darn book then. <laughs> I, I am able to, uh, provide some sample audio to, uh, some people. So, um, don't worry about that. I got you. I got you in mind. Well, I, I'll have to read the whole thing to do a review of it, Doc. You know, I, I know. I, I, and I even, I even bought this. Uh, look at this here, Chad. I bought this. It's going to be the audio I'm going to give to you. One of my, one of my good friends cool. here. It's just this thumb drive. So just so you know, it won't be mailed in a. I, I remember when I received a thumb drive of podcast. Oh, you're in, kidding me! Yeah, one of these. I remember you bought that. It was that? all and. Oh wow. <laughs> It's crazy. Doc, Doc, keep those things, any, man. Are there any Chicago-based stories in there? There know? are. There yeah. is a Chicago-based oh. story about uh, Redline VR. Yes, yes. That was the one I was... Cool. I will get the book. Yes. Good. So, and you know what? Chad can review it on his new upcoming podcast. <laughs> what, what is the title? The Elkins Hour? I haven't thought of it yet. I mean... Rage with Vlad? Is it? I'll have to come up with something clever after this tax season. God. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Man, I was I was listening to you before I was able to get set up here and log in, but I can just uh, well imagine the frustration, right? People not having their stuff together or wanting you to to do magic. You know, it's like people oh, just God. think people expect you to drop everything to do their thing. Everything it doesn't matter if they pay you a hundred bucks or uh, you know two thousand dollars. They're like, well, hit my stuff's the most important. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, Doc, I, I I sorry you lost the election, but I I'm I can't think I'm being deadly serious when I say this, I can't think of this as anything but good news on two fronts. One, I think you would have hated it because you're just too moral and too easygoing. Of a, I don't think you would have liked the petty municipal politics. And then two, I I just got a text because uh, I'm on <clears throat> South Dakota Now app. Okay, and they're they're preparing a parade in Caputa in celebration that you are now going to be moving out there because your 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 town your townsfolk hate you there. Nice. So yeah, uh, they're yeah. they're grooming, they're getting the, the the wagon out and everything and so there'll be a big big welcome parade well, for that's you. That's good. It's good. It's good to go somewhere, you know, where you appreciate it. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that there is going to be a home for me somewhere out there. <laughs> yeah. What well, uh, Chad, have you ever been we never drove through Caputo, right? Did we like? I can't remember. Did remember, we... we went to the airport, right? And it's way yeah. out in the okay. Now, go three times that distance, continuing going way out towards the Badlands, and that's where Caputa is. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty far out there where we were yeah. in the first place. It, yes, it was. Yes, and Caputa is even more so. Yeah, but Doc likes it out there because there's nothing there. And I, I'm <laughs> I could see his angle, but I'm just like, yeah, but there's really nothing there. There's a Glenn, the alpaca guy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's the oh. mercantile store. Hey, someone, um, so not to, uh, to pump the hard <laughs> copy of this, but anyway, I am, I'm, I'm doing the audio of this. So I'm working with a local sound studio and mm -hmm. 
tomorrow is our last day recording and that will be out in about a month. So um, yeah, audiobook of School of Errors narrated by me. The guy's been doing an awesome job, you know, cutting everything together. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, and you know, anyway, it, it's been, it's been really cool. It's so it's a 170 year old building, you know, downtown. And so he's been, he's like my age, you know, and, uh, it's had the studio for 30 years. So it just has a, a cool kind of, you know, ambiance to go in there and, and to record and every once in a while. He'll be like, Hey, just got to wait here because like a semi will combine the entire building will vibrate. So he's like, yeah. okay, retake that. So I start over here. From <laughs> he my, knows it whatever. like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, semi just drove past. I'm like, this is cool. So, uh, yeah, that's been, that's been a fun experience and glad that I'm getting that out there. And, but anyway, uh, it's the weather sucks here, by the way. I don't know how it is in Chicago, Chad, but it's like 40 degrees and it's flares. terrible here. It's, I was just out in it. It's raining, it's windy. 82 it's degrees, it's sunny with a nice yeah, breeze. Yeah. Best day golfing. Well, you're leaving, you're leaving. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to South Dakota where it's going to be in the 40s and 50s and 60s, so it's it's a little bit. But I got up. Um, I've decided though, um, it, it's I have to stay in Vegas for uh at least all of april if not early may because the weather is just phenomenal here it's absolutely beautiful but i got to go back to south dakota early do you know why ticks 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 i gotta do yard work and i can't wait till may when the ticks are all out so i gotta go and put in retaining walls now while it's still like a 40 45 degree not to mention you don't want to be putting retaining walls in when it's 90 in july and so I got to go call it early. But next year, I am staying out here till May because it's just it's every day is like summer vacation out here. It's unreal. I've, I've, I've just and it puts you in so much of a better mood. I mean, I'm even surprised what good mood I'm in right now. Me, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it yeah, snowed in Rapid City yesterday. Do you know that? What was that? It snowed in Rapid City yesterday. That's good. I'm not there. So yeah. The great ones there. And we uh, need that's the how snow. I know. Yeah, we you need the Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> was it a lot of snow? He was saying it was like windy and blowing snow and everything. Jeez, just yeah, just great. yesterday. That's yeah. great. That's great. So that's like snowpack, and I get my grass to grow, and it's, oh, it's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. But hey, Doc, real quick, I was gonna say, what's the velocity of information? Like, give me the premise of the book. You just showed the cover. No one knows what that that means. Yeah. So, so, so what it is is, um, I, I researched. And I interviewed 10 10 people uh, as part of this. But uh, what happens after 90 days of a chaos event? So going all the way back to World War I, uh, you know, there's a big chunk of World War War II, um, John Apple, military psychiatrist, and being on the front lines. And then I interviewed, um, yeah, the crab boat uh, deckhand who uh, did uh, 200-plus days. Larry Lawton, America's Biggest Jewel Thief. So uh, Isn't he still alive? Yeah, yeah, he was okay. released in 2007. So uh, Larry, yeah, is a, he's on Grand Theft Auto. You know, they made a character of him. And no kidding, which yeah. one? I don't know. He's Larry London. That's who he is on Grand Theft Auto. I know, but there's like five Grand Theft Autos. If, if you were if you weren't raising your family like a responsible family man, you'd know <laughs> I, these things. I don't. It's I have it in the book. I don't know if it's Grand Theft Auto three, but he's in every one <laughs> since then. Right now, you know, he's been in the new ones too. So, uh, so yeah. Um, so it's so what it is is um, how again you know 
what happens when chaos goes beyond 90 days? Because most people burn out. And we probably saw this two people languishing, people like just giving up. They start to surround themselves with like comfort items. You know, they're adopting dogs or putting in the in-ground pools and they kind of shut out from society. And also, you know, you can see that economically, right? People are purchasing puzzles and stuff like this. Yeah. Super chats went and, through and, the roof. Right. And, and yeah. Chad, you know, as an accountant, right, can can see this profile out as people are working from home and kind of how their purchase stuff changes. But psychologically, there's also this really deep, dark side of once you get into that crowd and behavior, because you don't believe things are transitory anymore. You know, a lot of people kind of give up. I mean, suicide rates spike. Um, yeah. You know, if you've got kids... There's a whole section in here like, you know, I took my daughter out on uh, 13 different times. I had, the, I had a, the tripod and the camera and she was doing little news reports and we went to the armory in town like, hey, what's new? Are they, are there planes here? They're, you know, what's happening at Walmart? You know, what is happening? And uh, and the thing was because like her world just stopped. Right. She can't get out to school. School shut down. Playgrounds are, are roped with police tape and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, we did this whole thing. I wrote about it. So uh, it's really cool. I mean, it's I I spent I, I wrote while it was happening and I'm interviewing people kind of, you know, as you know, Mar Morgan Rogue, a survivalist. Right. And I'm saying, like, what are you seeing that other you're you know, you didn't expect to see? And she's like sewing kits. You can't get a hold of sewing kits or like, you know, freezers. But uh Oh God! Uh, so yeah, Juan Brown, um, uh, an airline pilot, you know, who was flying over the Orville Dam in California in 2017 when the dam was was failing and stuff like that, and his reporting. So I was I was saying trying to figure out like how do you get how do you get information? So I had a group, Aaron, chat of uh, people all over um, you know the world, right? I call you two guys, but you're never available. You're always doing podcasts, but. Uh, but I was talking to my friend Brian in the Bronx and, you know, so Brian's saying like, this is happening. It takes a little four minute video. This is what happens. I go to a store, like they're out of this stuff or people are walking away from you or the mercy ship comes in and then it leaves, you know, kind of early. And um, so, yeah, I talked to uh, God, uh, Chuck Mack, you know, uh, Chucky's been in front of the show. Yeah. University of Pittsburgh med. And he was saying, Hey, like at the start of the pandemic, you know, he sent me um, a picture of his essential papers and he was getting pulled over by the cops. There's a screen. He sent me a screenshot from his phone um, in Pittsburgh. They were taking neighborhoods and put it in, in the neighborhood would be a different shade of blue based upon the density of COVID. So like this is crazy. You mean stuff, on right? the Internet, there was like a color map or something. Yeah. So you bring oh, it up okay. on your phone and as you drive, it'd be like this is a high COVID area, you know, sort of like if you're trying to deliver stuff or if you're trying to like go and visit someone to be like this block has like a high density. Uh, so, you know, he said they went up tenfold in like a week in telemedicine. So he's having to do these trainings with people. He brought in a couch. He stayed there. And they're, they take it, you know, security cameras and they're trying to figure out if they can make these into webcams because like everything's sold out. But, uh, oh man, I'll tell you, this is an amazing book. And it's also, you know, 471 endnotes in this, but they're all at the end of chapters. So you don't have to like mess with them as so, you're reading. It's just the little numbers, you know. So there's like five pages of the book and the rest of it is just notes. <laughs> right. Just, okay. No, man, I had custom <laughs> graphics made for this too. Uh, Amy um, DiStefano. Um, uh, made, yeah, just let me, so, you know, she made these to scale. Remember like there's this, you know, down here, the whole, like, what the hell justice thing, there was this yeah. whole truth and reconciliation. You guys remember that back in uh, December of 2020, after the election, AOC, watch the news. we should have tribunals. 
remember? Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was a thing going around there for a few weeks. So the velocity of information was holy smokes. And we all woke up one morning in March. I have a chapter in here, essential versus non-essential, March of 2020. Um, Carl Mankey, a barber, a 70-year-old barber in Ottawa, um, Michigan. The state patrol was, you know, sent to his place, locked it up. And then as soon as the media would leave, they would come back and they wouldn't unlock it, let him go in and cut hair. But he's like, what the hell? So, you know, there's just a ton of, of awesome interviews and stories. And it, I mean, I really work to boil it down. It's a brisk pace. And, and a lot of stuff, guys, I, I'm doing, you know, like book clubs and people and I'm sending his book all over the world. Like people be like, hey, can you send it to like the Arab Emirates? I'm like, I don't know. What's your address? You know, like, well, here it is in Quater or whatever the hell. And so I'm like, so I check with the post office. They're like, it'll be this much. And so it'll be like, it'll be this much. You know, the book in this, like, whatever it is, I'm rich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an accountant here in Quater. I'm like, well, Christ. Um, <laughs> what a, what a, um, is it? Cause now the, the school of errors, which was a good book. I don't, my main complaint was that it didn't have enough numbers and data. Now does this book lend itself well to numerical analysis or is it more a story and a, uh, uh, no, there, it's uh, more numerical. Vignette? Okay. No, it, it's more, uh, it's more numerical. I mean, it's probably not good. It's not too, <laughs> it's not going to meet your, need for numerical so you're going to have to like load up on that before that so you have your fix but it, it is more especially in world world war ii and looking at the uh the rotations and uh, frontline rotations and the number of days before people would or, or soldiers would break down and be captured or killed or all of that like that is all you know numerically presented really no there, i mean there really is and it's not conspiracy based it's not going to lean you left or right um politically and uh, yeah, so it's been showing up in libraries um, already. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. People are getting your book for free. I hate it when <laughs> that happens. <laughs> it's good. It's good advertising in that. But yeah, you know, it's it's so and it's so weird to uh, yeah to send these books like all over. I, that didn't happen with uh, School of Errors. I mean, there were a couple I sent out of the country, but I didn't. I wasn't set up to like get this mass of books and be sending them um, out that's kind of a new thing and, and people be like, just, you know, whatever it is. So it's also, I mean, it's in the, it's in paper. What's selling well then or yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll he, get up. I'll go get a real book. Yeah. But I hope you like this doc. I'm actually going to read the book. I'm going to sit down and actually read a book. I've got one with your name on it back here, buddy. So we'll put it, I'll, I'll send you the email you, or the mailing mail. Yeah. Hang on. So it's, I already, I, I picked out the one that wasn't all bent up and stuff like that. And, and now, I mean, I don't know if anything comes to my doorstep, my community is just like the box is just destroyed everything. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> Why do you have that book? You don't need it. You're one of the most minimalist people I know. Why do you have that? What's up? I said, why do you have that book? You're one of the most minimalist people I know. You sent me a bunch of these because remember, like I was going to put them in my office. I was telling you that, you know, when people came in, I thought it would help them. So I have a few copies. Oh, okay. Like all of them that I sent you because no one took a free copy or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. I said, so. Hey, I enjoyed the book. Good. Well, now, Doc, I don't know if you're familiar with how when we have Chad Elkins on, no one gives a crap about us, and it's all about Chad, and people just send tons of money in super chats. So, uh, are you are you ready to see him work his magic? I am, and I also need to uh, work my magic and prep uh, the manuscript here before the before tomorrow's final session. So, I've I've got about three minutes with you guys before I gotta. Oh, okay. I've gotta cut all out right. here. 
Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you could come on the show. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, so. no, no. I would love to be to be back and uh yeah, to um completely. Yeah, and and after I've had a couple of days to kind of like rebalance after this like uh, brutal brutal election here. Yeah, it was a front page. You're you're, you're, you're aces in our book, doc. Was, That's your really it's the yeah. city's loss if they didn't elect you. The, the headline said community defeats doc. It was big. It was entire, <laughs> What? Really? You, Is that yeah. what it said? Yeah. The, when, when was the final result? Like, how long ago did this just happen? It was two. It was Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, oh wow. So the, the headline. You know, it was. Yeah, it was. It was bigger than you know. Japan attacks Pearl Harbor. <laughs> it took the entire. This community defeats, and then it was a fold, and then you went down, and it was Doc. Did they draw it, a snidely whiplash mustache on you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Truman. Yeah. I was like, right. "Holy smokes, man! What did I do to you? What did I? What did I do I think, to you, community? I think God is telling you to move out to Caputa. It's yeah, just get a ranch. Know. You can raise ferrets or whatever it is out there you want to do, and then you can tell you before." Uh, we do get realtors stopping over and um, because we're close to, you know, the Madison Metro and they'll say, you know, are you, are you interested in selling a house? And then here's what we could do like for a cash offer or like a private competitive bidding. And so mm -hmm. it's really moving this way quickly. And, you know, so we live on a side of town, which is also where this big development is this, mm -hmm. this big housing development. So, uh, so far, I've said no, but if the right numbers come in, I don't know. But yeah, they're pretty persistent. Um, they're stopping by. Get out. Come on out to South Dakota, man. Go, I got to have go. some warm weather exit, though, too. I got to think that, that out. It's warmer there than Wisconsin by at least 15 degrees. Wow. Yeah. That's like, I'm not so sure about that. Doc, I found uh, the article. Okay. <laughs> Talking about that's what I was looking for right now. I won't say the name of the publication, it's, but it's yeah, it's it's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the entire yeah, like it was a hundred percent turnout for voting. Like it was every single person. Yeah, was just like yeah, let me. I can't wait. They're like you didn't say like I'm I'm pro kicking grandmas in the shins or anything like that. You you didn't. <laughs> I thought I put together a really they you know did the interview for the paper and my opponent didn't um, wasn't. Uh, interviewed she didn't accept the interview so her thing was like you know she was offered in decline and so i actually gave the interview and you know so i and i and my book was out two weeks before i donated two books to the library that made the front page nice picture of doc you know holding up his book with the librarian sure. and i don't know the but yes the seething of of, of the community <laughs> here they're just like hey, you know the, the word starts to spread they're like hey tomorrow's your opportunity man like this is your chance to take take all your aggressions out the festivus it was like frank costanza just yelling when i came in to people. vote it's just people hush. did worse a lot of people did way worse than you did i'm looking at you know the results i got i got emails the next day from people that i didn't even know of saying yeah too bad or whatever on the election so like, <laughs> holy smokes like oh i didn't even now nah, i mean the person running against me was uh, a nice person right i mean kept an ab above table campaign and mm -hmm. that wasn't the case with all of the the alder positions like there were a couple that were going at each other so from that standpoint you know i was like so i'm you know of course kind of building up a little bit i just i thought i would get more votes than what i did you know um, i 
I think you, this is a blessing in disguise. I think you would have gone like Chad's upset with uh, meeting up his clients in busy season. I think you would have had it up to here after the second city council yeah. meeting and been like this. I'm out of here. I don't know anyone who enjoyed it. I don't know anyone who ever enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and plus there's a new mayor. So the person who was kind of urging me to run for council had been the mayor for six years and mm. I knew the guy. Right. So I was like, yeah, I could work with him, but now he's gone. And there's, it's a completely different position with this new mayor yeah. coming in. So yeah, I, I think all in all, like, I'm like, it's a, kind of a good thing. It didn't work out. And then it also is kind of that built in excuse of, well, if you want to change something, then you should have run for office. I'm like, I did. You tried. Yeah, I tried. And you guys didn't didn't put me in. But uh, right. no, we get, I mean, it's, and also like, you know, I love the bike and all that stuff in summer. So to, to knock out, uh, you know, nights during the week, during summer and, and other days for meetings, I think would have really, really been a bad thing. Yeah, but, anyway. I, but like retirement, you should try it sometime. <laughs> you know, you, you've been it for five, four years. You should try it sometime though. I mean, just. Yeah, I, I should. <laughs> Hey, hey, get this before I get off. Um, my, I'm going back to my hometown um, up in northern Wisconsin, and the uh, the newspaper is going to be there to take the pictures. I hand the book over to the librarian. Oh <laughs> and boy! This, and they've been like w- they've been putting this together for weeks, and it's two fifteen on April thirteenth in the afternoon that they will be there, and it's the same dude. <laughs> who's been the reporter since I was a kid. He's been doing this for yeah. like 40 some years. When, when does he, uh, when you get a picture by the tornado siren, when do you, when oh, do you get that? Oh my God, I could do that. Cause yeah, that's yeah. just, that's just down the, that's just down the road. That was, that's <laughs> a weird thing. T- so they had this, uh, this, this air raid siren that they got from uh, um, a nuclear power plant. So the city bought it in like 1980 to replace some other siren. And there was, um, there aren't many of these around the certain brand or whatever the hell. Yeah. And so, so this, this guy comes over, who's an enthusiast to the town like five years ago. And he said, can I fly my drone up and get some pictures? He asked the city yeah. of this because, and they're like, sure. So he like gets these pictures and stuff. And then he's like, Hey, like you've got this thing wired up backwards. Like it's supposed to be, <laughs> I can see how it's wired and this thing isn't wired correctly. So the whole time for like 40 years or whatever the hell this thing was it wired wasn't working. Wrong. It was only like a third the volume. And so, <laughs> so they go up and they climb, you know, they rewire it. And now it's like it's loud and all this stuff. It's so, this quirky thing, right? The guy's like, yeah, this is nice, but like it's what it's wired backwards. Like it's wired wrong. I can I can see it. So yeah, the city, um, it's who the hell, like, right? I mean that's scandal. That's scandal for that town. That's uh <laughs> Front, front page, page right there. Yeah. <laughs> we need to move. Yeah, move. Local move boy stuff. loses in blowout. Corn <laughs> wired wrong. It was yeah. more competitive than I thought of it. This could be an ambush when I go up there on the 15th. You know, like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh I I tried uh I tried to enter myself into Wikipedia in my hometown and somebody removed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? I did as a as a two-time author and two-time on PBS. There's people in my hometown that are on Wikipedia 
for less trying to than prevent that. your entry. See, I don't want to be on Wikipedia, and someone entered me as notable alumni <laughs> under the Carlson School that. of Management. Carlson. It wasn't it me, was, but I did. Yeah. No, I know who it was. Dre, guarantee you, it was Dre. I don't Dre. know where he's been. He's been busy, but Dre decided he'd have the little funny haha. So, <laughs> so, oh god. So yeah, I was on for like ten minutes before, like you know, somebody went in and and removed it, and I got a, a notice. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What else is notable about that town? I've been through that town twice. There's nothing exciting there. You probably are the biggest thing to come out of that town. <laughs> Did we go through that town or no? We didn't. No, we never. No, no. He, it's um, it's in Wisconsin. We've never been through yeah. that area. Yeah. Okay. But uh, well, cool. Well, we'll let you go there, Doc, and you, you take your, your 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 burgeoning political career. But come out to Caputa this summer. All right. I could be mayor of Caputa. You could. <laughs> If your whole family votes for you, you'd win because you'd have yeah. a majority of the, of the vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's all good stuff. And I wish I, I had more time. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate you bringing me on. I mean, right. The book just released last week. So the, just the promo there, any sales and stuff like, right. Helps. It's a great book. Cool. You'll love it. You'll love it. Cool. Right. Guys. All right. We'll see you later, doc. Take care. See you, doc. Congrats on the book. Hey, thanks. All right. Well, let's get, uh, let's get to the super chats real quick. Okay, um, scroll up here. Uh, Wee Woo for two bucks. I liked it when you're not on the screen. I wonder if he's talking to you or me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I hugged the dog and I, she had a, a guest celebrity guest appearance. I had to wash my arms. Uh, Doc doesn't know how to log out. <laughs> is he? Is he still here? Yeah, he's still there. He's like in the. He's not on, but you can see him. He, he doesn't know. But go ahead. I, I get the get the next one. All right, Sam Whiskey for nineteen ninety nine. Vlad and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jill came down with a quarter. Whatever happened to the water? <laughs> yeah. Joke. Here, see, Hat and Clog, of course. You know, he's been giving me $2 donations. You come here. He, he does that. Yeah. Oh, Hat and Clogs. For, oh, thanks, man. It's it's good to, good to see you again here. I saw him um, on a hike he didn't like. This is, what, this is the punishment I get. I just love it when this happens. Um. Who hurt Cappy, guys? Chad, 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 Chad. I don't know what to say. Good to see you, Chad. Who is this doc? Hi, nice to meet you. Cappy, I enjoyed the hike, but too many old people and the weekend tourist trap. Where did you guys go hiking? Well, we didn't go hiking. Um, I went to, I told him to go to Sabino Canyon, which to this day is still one of my favorite hikes, certainly in Arizona. And um, he lives down in that area and he's never done it. I say, oh, you got to do it. So he went there and, um, I, I forgot because I don't know. I guess I'm just used to it. But, yeah, there's a ton of people down there because there's a park mm. and all this other stuff. And there's a tram that goes up. So if you're you're a fat person, you can you can act like you're hiking. You know, you can you can imagine you're Indiana Jones with bad knees. So uh, he did the hike. And he's like, there's so many people around. I'm like, oh, yeah. But then you can you follow a stream up. But then you can go up to the ridge and follow the ridge all the way down. And it's just really cool because it's out in the middle of the desert. But there's this rushing stream that, that goes out into the desert and inevitably dries up. So it's, it's pretty cool. How far from Vegas is this? Oh, Phoenix is four. Oh, it's and further than I thought. Yeah, six, seven hours down to Tucson. Oh, it's far then. Okay. Yeah, it's a ways. Tucson's a fun little town. I used to have a friend down there uh, that was – uh um Chaplain Dave, the chaplain in the military, retired, and then he went to Puerto Rico, um, where he's where he's very happy. I guess he likes Puerto Rico a lot. I learned an interesting fact about uh, Tucson just today because I did Google this because I was so. 
freaking tired of running into like strong winds, whether I'm in Texas or here. It's like wind, wind, right. wind. Tucson is among the top three least windy places in the United really? States. Because huh. in the desert, apparently, it's not windy. I guess not. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. But, uh, good. Uh, rational irrationality for $5. Coach Greg Adams shouted you you today on one of his streams, Cappy. Chad, is it legal to have a tax write-off for a hooker as a business expense? <laughs> I mean, if you're a pimp, yes, because you are employing – they're an independent contractor, so to speak. Now, they don't always get 1099, obviously. Um, right. But they would be considered contract labor. If, but what your business would have to be sex related. Yes. And remember, I have some clients in this you do industry. Have some. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thanks for, to Coach Greg. He's, he's always been very kind to me. And uh, you I met always, him, right? Yeah, I met him. Yeah. It was funny yeah. when we were, at, we were at the Conference on Masculine Excellence with Donovan Sharp, and all the pictures had to be symmetrical. <clears throat> so it was like tall people in the center. So Myron's pretty much dead center on all of them because he's tall. He's really tall. And then me and Coach Greg, I couldn't remember if I was sure that him and he was sure, but we're just we're we're a half an inch away from each other, so we're always on the left side and just chit chatting a little bit. So, um, yeah, he he's a uh, he's a uh, I love his peace, serenity, and quiet. That's and contentment. <laughs> That's your peace, serenity. He's got a great kid. So uh, I met that cool. kid, kid, our kid too. Yeah. So Coach Greg is nice. But uh, let's go. Here we go. Patton clogs four through three, four again for $5. It was a good workout, but remember I'm a weeb, so I don't go outside and touch grass, tacos, burritos, and tamales. Well, that's good because you're in the desert. There is no grass out there. What's a weeb? I, I should, I think you know. it's a, an anime nerd. Oh, maybe. okay. Uh, or is that weeaboo? I think that's weeaboo. I don't, I'm not that couth on my, um, nerd, I know otaku means nerd in Japanese, but weeaboo, I think, is specific to anime. Um, somebody more educated on this, like Chris Beckloff, could tell us. But um, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. up in there. Somewhere. I have I have credentials in those categories. Mm. Uh, Leslie Brooks for $5. If every guy had a hairline like Chad's, hair transplant surgeons would all be broke. Uh, well, well, thank you. Um, hope I get to keep it. <laughs> How many bullets uh, have in Chicago has your hair deflected? Is it, are we up to 20 yet? I, I recall it was 18 the last time I talked, but with all the shootings, your hair has saved you many times. Has it not? Quick, funny story. Um, I was at a bar you really like that's near me just right before this. Cause I went and did a friend and then a bartender's uh, taxes there. Yeah. So my buddy, we're leaving. I'm walking home. He, he, as before he gets into his Uber, he's like, Hey, let me know that you got home safely. All right. And I, I didn't pay attention to that. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I walk, you know, the 10 minute walk here. And then he texted me and I didn't respond to the text because I was talking to somebody, you know, on the phone. And then he called me in the middle of that. And he was like, yo, dude, I wanted to make sure you got, you know, home safe. I'm like, why, why are you so concerned about that? While I was gone last week, there were a couple people that got shot in between where I live and where the city did not know. It was a nicer part of Chicago at one time. It's getting bad, dude. This is really getting bad around here. Um, you guys elected uh, Golem. You, you I, didn't, elected- I didn't. I didn't. Well, I, I, that's why all the competent people should leave. But all the girls you dated, among others, elected uh, someone because of traits. That's Cer- it. Certainly, yeah. Some of them do. You, yeah. you elected someone because of traits. And, and traits don't have to require you to be a completely incompetent moron. But the the 
person attached to those traits is a completely incompetent moron. But that's that's what happens instead of looking at merit and accomplishment and and qualifications. You say, oh, she's the lesbian, black, Hispanic, uh, trans. What? It's like, well, there you go. I mean, and when that has been your entire profession, what's your profession? Living off my traits. Well, you're, you're going to have a, a horrifically underqualified individual to head up what the third largest city in the United States. Yeah. We're third. Yep. I mean, daily was corrupt as all get out. That's fine. But you know, at least they, stuff they got done. Stuff did get I'm done. Really, and yeah. you guys, I cannot, I cannot use the word in a more pejorative manner, uh, matter, manner, manner, than you guys have hired an affirmative action mayor. And that's what you get when you hire affirmative action. You, well, one you of do the not silver like yeah. COVID, one of the silver linings, and this isn't like just a Fox News thing. Like nobody knew who our mayor was before all that. Now everybody knows, and it's she's a national joke on all sides. She's, like she's a hideously ugly woman too, and yes. and that's not that's not necessarily her fault, but it it it's kind of like you you get that that just ends up becoming a lightning strike, yeah, um, lightning rod, and it's just it's just a a, a grotesque individual that yes. you would not want any. You look at that like what's wrong with the people of Chicago. But, you know, there was a D in front of it, so everyone, you know, voted for. Uh, I'll tell you more about this another time, but I swear to God this is true. The person who run against our current mayor not only, like, was worse as a candidate, but looked worse. I shit you not, actually looked worse. The Democrat Party is the party of losers. That is descriptive, not pejorative. You are the party of losers. If you're a Democrat, you vote for the loser. You vote for whoever is the least competent, never worked a day in their life, and is not going to celebrate or reward working or or winning. You're, you're going to celebrate in not even mediocrity. Like mediocrity would almost be like democratic. Like what's going to help the average Joe? Okay, and and you guys just like oh let's help people who just are criminals basically uh, and welfare recipients. Well, there you go. You you elected them. Uh, anyone in the chat, if you want to Google Tony Preckwinkle, you tell me who looks worse, Lightfoot or Tony Preckwinkle. So, is had, Preckwinkle also a very a, a non-binary? Yeah, okay, every checks every box because yes, it's, okay. Implemented this really horrible soda tax a few summers ago that failed spectacularly. So hey, anyway, was she a, a council member or was she a mayor? She was a she was an alderman, and then she ended up as uh, in one of the positions that dealt with finances, you know, taxes, like comptroller. Or something. And I'm sure she has a CPA, right? <laughs> this one can't even add. So if you implement a soda tax in Cook County, obviously it's going to hurt all the businesses, and everybody's going to go right across the border to Lake County, DuPage County, and points further, and that's what happened. So yeah, uh, Hatton Clogs four three three four for two dollars. Cappy loves avarice. Aver- avarice. Avarice. What's that? Greed. I guess that's what it was because he, he mentioned it. Oh, avarice. I'm like, what the heck's avarice? I didn't know what it I guess it means greed. It's one of the seven deadly sins. But I wish they'd just say greed because everyone knows what greed is. Avarice, I think it's like a bird. I thought it was gluttony. Gluttony is eating too much. Oh, I thought that was also. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gluttony is what 70% of Americans are guilty of. And as, as yeah. I'm getting older, I, I have such a hatred and contempt for people who are gluttonous. Um, and I can't describe why, but it's very visceral. Maybe it's because people, you know, food was scarce in the olden days. And if you were a glutton, that, that meant somebody else in your family was starving. But I, I detest gluttons. 
Mm -hmm. We got plenty of them around here. Uh, DJ Aftershock for five bucks. That one neighborhood in Henderson, Nevada that you posted voted uh, 60% Republican, 39% Democrat on the percent level. The exact opposite of Wazayze in a dino, oh. which were 54 and 58. Yeah. Right. So the, there's a, I didn't even know this town or this development existed um, in the mountains on the south part of Henderson. I went to a new golf course today, which is actually quite affordable. They have terraced the entire mountain. Mm. And they're putting these monster uh, modern day mansions up there. And I think, not Selma Hayek, Cameron, no. Celine Dion has a house out there. And these, I've never seen so much wealth. I've never seen a more expensive and beautiful piece of property. They terrace the whole freaking mountain and they're putting in these gorgeous looking houses, modern day looking houses that I like that. Um, <clears throat> Mid-century modern type. Um, but if you come out here, I'll, I'll show you there, but I, I was just like, this is what the United States is capable of. You know, like, this is what we could do. We'll just terrace that whole mountain and put these in And then now they all have views of, of Las Vegas. Whereas if you go not to bore people too much of a geography lesson, but Las Vegas sits in a Valley. Um, it's a gently sloping Valley, but a Valley nonetheless. So the further out you go, the higher up in elevation you go. You would think with Vegas, with the lights, you would have every house face their main windows towards Vegas. Nope, they don't do that. But Henderson, or maybe it's Anthem that's doing it now, all of those windows are facing uh, the Las Vegas lights. And so I think it it would just be amazing to spend a, a night there or just, just to have dinner in one of those houses and look at life. But it, it, it's opulent and it's beautiful. I, I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. For some reason, I thought Henderson was more of a retirement community, but I'm probably it thinking... Is. Yeah, uh, it but Henderson was all the way up into the mountains already, and now they're starting to build up into the mountain. But this this could be Anthem, not Atham, Anthem. <laughs> uh, but you'll you'll see the pictures of it. Okay. Uh, next, Jason, Jason Bailey. Yeah, Jason Bailey for five dollars Canadian. Evening, fellas. Looking forward to Chad's podcast. Quick question: Can you get a business loan in the U.S. using property based in Canada as collateral? I don't know. I don't think so. You might be able to find some international lenders or international financial institutions that also have operations in Canada so they could collect on it. But I don't think you could go to your local bank here and do that. Um, Cause we wouldn't even lend to, uh, to people like with property out of state mm. uh, banks of different charters, or at least that's what it was back in my day. Um so yeah, if they had if they had like um you know like maybe Hong Kong Shanghai Bank Corporation, they're um they're global, they might do it, but I don't think your Bank of America would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are what what are you thinking for the name of your podcast though? The Elkins Hour? I always like that. I that could be one. I thought maybe I'd see if anybody had any ideas in the chat or I, I don't know. I'm open to ideas. The angry accountant. The angry well something you know. I'll be angry the first episode or two, but after that, I'll probably be a little bit more chill because I'm, I'm going to get a lot off my chest on that first one. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Uh, maybe Accountant's Corner? You know, you, you were with a, a mutual friend of ours recently, right? Yeah, he's your friend, maybe not. You know, I, you know, I, I just, he probably uh, filled you in on some things. I would, yeah. oh, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, too. He's God, I miss yeah. him. I love hanging out with him. Um, Hung out with him today. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys always go to that same donut shop. It's right across from the gym. So yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Hat and Clogs uh, for five bucks. Otaku is a shut-in like a neat. Weeb is into anime and came from weeaboo phrase. So, yeah, kind of like what you were saying earlier. Otaku is a shut-in. Yeah. But then weeb is just short for weeaboo? Uh, Looks like it. Yeah. So, I'm good. I know these things. D- oh, I didn't know that. DJ for two bucks. So Tony Preckwinkle is from Minnesota, apparently. Yeah, well, Saint doesn't, Paul. Shock me. doesn't shock me. So I'm sure she has a degree from what's Carlson. that? No, there's a worthless liberal arts college. Uh, Kofi Annan went there, and that's oh, Kofi Annan went here. Kofi Annan went like you're all a bunch of parasites. Shut up, um, McAllister. <laughs> it's just a worthless joke of a school. Oh. um Tax hole consulting. Tax hole. <laughs> Leslie Brooks. Yes, in the chat. Is uh, it the chat? Uh, no, no. I just saw. I some people were putting down some names. I was like, that's that's pretty clever. But I wouldn't rip that off uh, for you. Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Uh, the chat accountants. Uh Do that. Oh, I don't see any more. I'll, I'll put some thought into it. I'm just too tired yeah. to be creative these days. But all that's right. Suggestion for name: Tax Hole Consulting. Tax Hole Consulting. Yeah. Um, well, good. Well, you gotta get back to work. I know you had it was gonna be a short one. Uh, I, I'm good. I'm probably just gonna call it a night in terms of work, so I can stay for a bit longer. But if you want to go, that's totally cool. You know what? Me. No, no. I got. Let's uh, <clears throat> let me go through my um fan mail. You got, got you mean hate mail? No, <laughs> no, no, I got some fan mail. Uh, I, okay. I have not been getting a lot of hate mail. Um, occasionally I'll get like hate mail. The hate mail I find out is moved to social media. So if you go to your direct messages, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, that's where they find you and they send the hate, but you got to like follow them or go look in your inbox, which I don't, uh, because I guess people, haters are too lazy to send you an email now. It's uh, mm-hmm. too inconvenient. So I, uh, I, I maybe I, I should go in there and I've got death threats. There was like one gal. I looked her up and uh, now sit down, Chad. She's a, a LGBTQ um, author, author and she, author. Has, she, has, she has two or three books out. I think maybe they all have three reviews each. And uh, you just look and it's like, yeah, okay. I guess if I had that life, I'd be pissed off too. You know, I, um, and she was like, literal death threats, like, you know, kill you and all this. And I'm like, should I report her to the cops? Like, and then I'm like, eh, like, what, like, how could I hurt her life? She's just miserable, like, as it is. She wasn't even 30 yet. It's like, well, you got 60 years of misery ahead of you, sweetheart. And I'll just let you be. It's, do you remember when a certain ex of mine sent you some hate mail? Did she send me hate mail? I thought, I thought, you guys I had, told you guys her, had some exchanges. Remember? I did, but I thought I gave her the delivering blow where it just shut her the hell up and she cried. That was a couple summers later. I'm talking about the first go around when she heard your podcast and was like, How dare you say that? Um, I, I don't remember that. I remember her being slimy and sneaky and weaselly. Like, well, I guess if you just view your woman as a piece of property, stuff like that, or like, I'll, I'll accept you being wrong. You know, what it, it was that it was, it was stuff like that, but I didn't like, it didn't get under my nerves. It, it was just like, okay, sweetheart, pat on the head. Well, I bring it up to relate it to your current story. And trust me, I have all the knowledge for the, she is miserable. Let's right hear now. about the 
story of Cuddle Wookums. What is the Cuddle Wookums? That could be a segment of the Elkins Hours, the Cuddle Wookums update. I, I would probably have to be vague, but I don't mind giving updates about that. So, yeah, I would save that for. Okay, yes. Yeah, I would save that. Yeah. That's it? She's just she's just miserable. Um, Were there any remember- new developments after what you told me that happened to a relative? Yes and no. I this I'd have to tell you offline. Uh, okay. But not nothing crazy. But you know, I I got more of a peek behind the curtain, and I was just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yep, miserable. Just it, it is awesome. I I talked about <clears throat> this one lady I had a run in with decades ago, or at least close to two decades ago, and there was something fishy about her. There was no ill will actually uh, between me and this individual, but. Um, there was a solution to a very simple problem, very simple solution, to a very simple problem, but she wanted, um, she wanted to cash in. Let's just mm-hmm. say, I'm like, that's a bit underhanded. And then, um, she, I could say that she was married at the time, which she is no longer. And this individual was, uh, instigating this irrational and very costly, uh, solution. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked up this individual later and foreclosed now, mid seventies, mm. no savings, mm. um, and other things where it's like, you ruined your life. You absolutely ruined your life. And it, this is where I, karma is a law because you cannot be a weapons grade dick to people and have society tolerate that yeah. soon. society will not tolerate you. And the only people that will tolerate you are other people who just want to screw you over and are equally, uh, unethical, uh, and mean and, 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 theft like as you are mm-hmm. and so uh it does not surprise me that cuddle Wilkins is in this horrific state because that's what happens when it's just like well i'm not going to work and other elder people are going to pay for me that's what happens um i will say that's not necessarily what's happening now but man just it ain't good it ain't right. good but that's good yeah. is there evil it's good when evil th- i know you're still nice don't worry you'll get over I'm it too nice i'm too nice but yeah mm-hmm. It's, it's tell her I say hello. Tell her I've lost like one and a half. <laughs> I've lost about like 3% body fat. I'm going life. I went golfing. Um, what else? Uh, I got my new house. Um, I have no debt. Just tell her I say hi. Show her hi. Hi, Cuddle Wookums. How you doing? You know what gets me is, um, yeah, I it doesn't without a daddy supporting me like she did is that is well that- what what really gets me and this is how i know you did some really good some you had a profound effect like she still can't bring herself to like let go of that grudge it's crazy it's, it's does that hurt her it does it's, it's yeah, like, good good it's just so pointless. It's like, you haven't gotten over this yet? Like, I she don't say will. it. But... She never will. Look, there's two things she ain't going to get over. Some guy standing up to her, me, and a guy dumping her, you. You're the first guy to ever dump her. And she'll never get over that. She never will. Until she don't... sets down the ego, she'll never get over it. I just don't even think you really did anything that bad. I mean, yeah, there were some words. but I stood up for my friend is what I did. That's it. Yeah. I told her to shut the F up. And she was no, I pointed out the truth. She isn't an independent woman. She relied entirely on her dad. She's not educated. She works a joke of a job. She should shut the hell up until she becomes an adult. That was it. That's all I said. And perhaps more skewering words, but that's what it was. And that was, Oh, and I also said, I'd find you a girl who's better looking and younger. And, and, uh, 
I think I achieved that. You did. Uh, yeah, you did. I did. Yep. And and it, it, it took a little while, but I did. I did uh, do that. So, <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Point for Clary, but it's a game I'm not it's playing. It's a dish best served cold, man. Um, Make sure to send her lots of pictures of you guys having fun together. She follows me on Instagram. So did she see Bobblehead Chad? Yes. Also, <laughs> she has seen pictures of us like laughing it up, having a good time on social media. I know that. So does she know that that uh you're not a girlfriend, has her own place and has a real job and you know, so pays her own bills and dude. I only told her one thing about my situation. And this I because I knew this. She was like, How did you meet her? How did what do you think I told her? Is that through Clary? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like that I will disclose. <laughs> All right. Um we got so a few get, more. Oh, did yeah, you let, me, to... let me let me clean out my inbox? Um okay. <clears throat> from Dan. Dan writes, Thank you for your YouTube channel and books. Wish I had them 40 years ago. I wish I had understood women better, including why I was not interesting to them until I started making money as a software developer, then learning the hard way about hypergamy, then learning about why you should never have a business partner. Hopefully younger versions of me can stumble onto your channel or books and not experience the same learning curve. I do not need a response. Just want to say thank you uh, for what you are doing. Well, thank you, Dan. And let me let me send a letter, uh, say, just, just let me keep up this way. Hey, Dan, read your letter on the Good Morning Corona Chan podcast. About 103, 103, an hour three into it. you. Yeah, one hour, three minutes in uh, the Las Vegas episode. Good morning, Corona Chan. And even though it's night. It's night, okay. yeah. yeah. All right, so that goes into the book. All right. Um, <clears throat> we have, this is from Kyle. Hi, Aaron. I've taken consulting from you before, which was overall a very satisfactory experience. I've tried asking you asking questions before about relocating to Eastern Europe, and you've responded that you can't help. It's outside your realm of expertise. While I've lived in Eastern Europe before, I hired Kyle Trouble. Oh, this is, he's referring, recommending, uh, Brian is recommending Kyle. <clears throat> Kyle, try, Kyle Trouble to answer some questions here and help with relocation and found the whole experience excellent. Just spent some time in Ukraine. This is before the invasion. This is like literally six days before the uh, thing. Hung out with him a good Ooh. bit. Should say our opinion is that Putin will take Donbass, but that's it in the current situation. He even hooked me up with lawyers to assist me getting permanent Ukraine visa. I would definitely point out your other clients to him in the future. If they ask about this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I assure you, I have no financial stake in this. Thanks, Brian. Well, thank you very much. Oh yeah. I remember Brian. This guy's a genius. Uh, lots of money. Um, yeah. So Kyle trouble, I will put that. That will go into the global reconnaissance file. Okay. Um, this is from Jesse. <clears throat> Dear Aaron, I want to thank you for all the advice. I have learned from you over the years. I'm 23 with $10,000 saved up and no debt. So he's making more money than cuddle welcomes. I work as a delivery driver and I'm at Western Coverage University for guess what? Uh, I, programming or accounting. Oh, really? 
I wouldn't be where I am in life without finding your channel. Much love, Aaron. And that's from Jesse. Well, thank you, Jesse. I think Jesse is a guy. Thanks, Jesse. Just read your letter on the good morning Corona Chan podcast. What's the time? One hour? About 106. Yeah. 106. 06 minutes. The Las Vegas episode. There. Can I make a quick personal announcement? Absolutely. Of course you may. Your awesome fans who have been listening tonight, I now have 105 subscribers. So I just wanted to get above 100. We really ought to try to get you to 1,000. So that way you could say, I also got 1,000 subscribers. Indeed, that took DT seven years and Cappy winning a bet to do so. People, you know what the difference between you getting 1,000 subscribers and DT getting 1,000 subscribers is? He actually put out content. <laughs> well, that too. <clears throat> People actually tune in if they subscribe to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it just like literally everyone's like, should we just unsubscribe once once you win your bet? I'm like, no, don't do that to that guy. You know, he's, he's got it monetized. Just let him have that. I used to listen to his streams and they just stopped doing them. So. I, I, I like listening to his streams too, but after a while they're a little. And then he, he did go deep dive philosophy. There was some really good philosophy he did there. Um. But you know, after a while, it's but nothing's going to beat him and the man. Like those two together, was the man, just, yeah, that was a good show. That was just a really good show. Um, need help with? Oh, here, this is funny. <laughs> this is this. Is, Jimmy writes, "Dear Aaron, I have a major problem. I need some help. First, some background. I'm a 27 year old man who lives in my mom's apartment or basement." I got into video games in high school and started to get overweight. The bullying and diagnosis of autism, ADHD, and PSDD meant I couldn't get a job. When I graduated, I tried college, but it wasn't for me. I've tried to make money Twitch streaming, but it isn't working. I got deeper into video games to the point where I rarely left my computer chair and weighed 350 pounds. I would even pee into my soda jugs to keep gaming from being interrupted. My mom has nagged me to get a job, but it just isn't for me, laughing out loud. She got sick of the smell, so a few years ago, she instituted a system where by showering, shaving, and cleaning myself, I would get points uh, that could oh. redeem through video games, McDonald's, chicken meals, etc. She calls these good boy points, but that's humiliating, but there's not much to do about it. Last week, I tried to redeem my good boy points by for some chicken tenders, but she said that I didn't have enough as I needed 50, but only had 43. I told her that this was oppressive. I started yelling at her and she said she would take 20 points away. Upon hearing this, I let out a mighty screech and threw one of my pee bottles at her head. I hit her and she fell down the stairs and went to sleep. That was last week. She's still sleeping. I don't know who will feed me now. So my question is, how do I get my delicious chicken tendies while lazy mom is sleeping? (laughs) That's a pretty good troll. <laughs> P.S. I can only pay in good boy points. I have 43. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on. That was great. <laughs> this was a random fan of yours? Yeah, this, no, no, it was good. It was good. He he just put that in. <laughs> I mean, I, he had me going for at least the first 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was good. I'm just like, well, because everyone's such a loser, it's believable. But then when he got into like, you know, good boy points, chicken tendies in the pee bottle, (laughs) I can only pay in good boy points. (laughs) Uh, Good morning, Corona Chan. 
Oh, that was good. See, the sob stories I get are real. And they're about, well, my financial situation is so bad, so I can't pay you anything. But you have to do my taxes. Um, yeah, just I think next season we'll we'll talk about this, obviously. Um, when, on your on your uh, first podcast, we got to talk about the pro because what well you got to get rid of all these clients that yeah. you're not dealing with anymore, and I want you to profile them as well. I, I have a ton of questions I'd love to ask, but the there it's such an insight. I think I think maybe why people enjoy having you on and, and talking about accounting is you kind of see human psychology up close and personal in black mm-hmm. and white with numbers and then the excuses and everything. I'm, I'm sure like doctors maybe run into this as well with medical stuff. Like you need to lose weight. You're going to have to amputate your foot and people still do it. So I, I think this is kind of a little bit like when I got to see people's financial statements, you get to see yeah, you people have their act together financially. It's I, and I've come to understand over the years of doing this, Money is a very emotional thing for a lot of people, obviously, because you need it to survive. And it just that's the kind of country we live in. It's it's based upon money. No, it's not this country. That money is your physical manifestation of your life. You yeah, time. time your time. Yeah, that's your life in your hands. So I always hated these people. Money is the root of all evil. It's like, no, you're you're a thief trying to steal my time, is what you are. So but yeah, I mean, oh, so my life is the root of all evil. Go after yourselves, you know. So just um, very 30 second mini rant. The thing I'm just oh, I'm so frustrated about is that I explain in great detail why results turn out the way they do sometimes when they're unfavorable. OK, mm-hmm. I warn people in advance this is going to happen. They don't do what I say and it happens and mm-hmm. they still find a way to like point the finger at me and be like, well, you should have let us know. And I have to dig up all these emails yeah, I send. Yeah. It's like they just want to blame somebody for their stupid decisions. And that gets really exhausting. I think you need to go have like a personal, like upfront. I've talked about it before, like a an onboarding. Like, let me explain. Like you curse them. Let me explain something to you, fuck face. All right. I'm going to send you emails, like be an asshole accountant. <clears throat> and I don't want to hear you coming up to me April 14th, bitching and whining. You understand this? I'm not going to fucking take you as a client. Like, you do what I fucking tell you. You get a pretty mm-hmm. good deal. Your taxes get done on time. And if you think this is, oh, I just forgot. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not my client. Now, do you want your taxes done right on time or not? And I think if you did that, like, you'd scare all the assholes away. And But then people are like, yeah, no, I got it, dude. I'll be here. Like, you almost have to be mafioso. Like, give me your information or I will break your knees. And then, like, they will they will show up on time. I, I do have plenty of subject material for if and when I do get to, you know, do a stream. I've lots to say. There's things are way different now in our industry than they were, you know, three years ago. And okay, another small teaser. All the boomers left. So all the boomer CPAs are gone. There's oh, a not. shortage, shortage of us. We don't have to put up with people's shit anymore. Right. The the CPA society in each state needs to increase the education requirement for people to sit for the CPA. I think you should all require doctorates now in accounting 
sit for the seat. And you should have at least two years of, of working experience. That way, that way you'll you'll solve the CPA shortage. That would be a topic right there, the CPA shortage. So could- and I have plenty to say about that too, because I've lived it, dude. I've seen this transition the last couple of years. And and obviously it's better for me, you know, if there's a shortage, but I'm talking about the greater good. You need to encourage people to do this and give them incentives and stop making it so damn hard to get your CPA. Well, no, they 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 know what they're they're CPAs. They sit on the CPA certification society. I should give you a very test. Is there a national one? I know each state has it, but is there a national one where, like, if I want to drag that guy out in public and beat him over the internet? Yes, AICPA, American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. So you want to go there. But do they then determine or provide guidance to the rest of the state certification boards to like, hey, we should increase it to, to master's degrees? There's a big they advocate for a lot of different things. And they're and they're part of, you know, lobbyists get involved with that. You know, they're tied to various public accounting firms, you know, tax software firms. The AICPA is not your friend necessarily. So what uh, book your license. Yeah, just for Jason Bailey, $5 Canadian. Evening, fellas. Looking. Oh, we already did this one. Did we? Yeah, we did this one. Oh, oh, I scrolled up. My my mistake. Sorry. Let me scroll down. Uh, Here. Me, Mike. Yeah. uh, Me, Mike, for five bucks. Let the dollars roll in and cut in half. (laughs) I mean, for me, there's just stress relief and I'm not tired. So this was good. That's why I figured I'd invite you out because every once in a while you can't just, you got to do something that isn't work. Uh, oh, it's our New Zealand friend with the good looking, uh, is it sister or cousin? I think it's sister. It's a um, sister. Channel 1800 dumb for 10 bucks, New Zealand. Cappy and Toby McElkins just saying, hi, I would be careful about threats towards our Cappy empty and vacuous, but keep the second much love. I, uh, I'll find them. You know what? Maybe I should just do like a, a video screen, like throw them up on the internet. Like, Hey, look, this person threatened my life. Yeah. DJ for two bucks. Centenary U offers a master's in happiness studies. I believe it. I believe Beyond. it. I got to see what centenary U looks like. Probably an online, you know. Centenary U <clears throat> Wikipedia. Which not that there's necessarily anything wrong. Here, private liberal arts university in Hackstownford, Hackettstown, New Jersey, founded as a preparatory school by the Newark Conference of the United Methodist Church in 1867, evolved into a junior college for women and later a co-educational four-year university offering undergraduate and master levels graduate programs. Situated in suburban Warren County, New Jersey, 52 miles west of New York City, 50 miles, boo, boo, boo. 26 da 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 it's just it's just where i guess dumb people from new york city go to think they're intellectuals uh, there you go <laughs> all right let's scroll down oh sam whiskey sam whiskey 999 cappy what's not on the menu what's not on the menu is attractive spouses and children and family that is not on the menu that's what's not everything else is on the menu what also is not on the menu? Suicide is not on the menu. That is not on the menu. All right? So you don't get wifey kids, and you don't get to commit suicide. You get to live your life and take it to the fullest extent. So do everything on the menu. But, yeah, everything else is on the menu. Still I think that's feel it. Bad. Yeah, I still feel bad about who we lost. 
few months ago. Yeah. It's um that's one of the reasons it triggered me to write that instead of a different book. So uh and I do a I do a good job honoring Fred, I think. Um and then because Jack is reading it now, he's recording it, so I have to listen to what I wrote like two, three months ago. I'm like, damn, like there's an entire chapter on hope and just how stupid it is and how destructive it is. It's great. I think it's the best writing about the the topic of hope ever. Um, mm. because it's so true, but yeah, it's uh hope is not on the menu, suicide is not on the menu, a loving spouse and children is not on the menu. And and for women too, your spouse isn't there. You're terribly sorry, you're not gonna find the man of your dreams. Terribly sorry. Um, yeah, so he actually he retracted that, so maybe he's got another anyway. Uh constitutional remedy for $4.99. Cappy saw an earlier video of yours. Bachelor cabin is the way to go. Built myself, learned a lot, and now have a shelter forever with no debt. There you go. But but it's a one-bedroom, two-bedroom house constitutional remedy. The girls won't like it. Should be like, oh, you live here. Oh. Hmm. It's gonna be great. Wait, does Cuttlewickums have equity in a property? Dude, it's it's even worse than that, but no, it's worse than it sounds. Oh, oh this is great. I might yeah. celebrate with Pazuki. Oh, those are good. They are good. Um, eighteen hundred dumb again. Eighteen hundred dumb. Um, this is payment for Vlad's uh, paternity test to see if his last name has McGuire in it. Chad, you doppelganger, get your suit and cobwebs, brother. Is Dude. Tony McGuire well regarded in Hollywood, or is he like? Yeah, I think he's well regarded, but I mean, he's just saying Spider-Man. it looks like. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, I just that's, that's pretty good for eighteen hundred dumb. He, he's, he's yeah, that's a good one over the plate. <laughs> Sam Whiskey, uh, four ninety nine. Chad, is glitter a tax write off? I have written. I have deducted glitter before. Um, I had I a through one. A stripper client of mine used to purchase things like glitter and paint to put on her breasts when she would go to the topless bar that's about three miles down the road directly from where I live, actually. Oh, um, still open. Uh, it's now that COVID's kind of gone, it's back. Oh, um, I didn't know they had strip clubs in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I wish I could say the name of it. But um, yeah, she, I have written glitter off before to answer your question. Um, DJ for five bucks. Why go to A-Hole Consulting while you can go to a place like Booz Allen Hamilton telling you what you want to be told by management consultant principal? Oh, my God. McKinsey. A couple of classmates. One still works at McKinsey, and I do her taxes. Like, these people are so overpaid. My God. What? Uh, why? Is she not that bright? No, or... she's an idiot. But she consult. Diversity and inclusion or something that's hot. Like, have you heard of this ESG thing? ESG? It's like environmental, social, and something else, or maybe ESP or something like that. It's the latest buzzword, and the CFA Society is all over it, and PricewaterhouseCoopers, all the consulting. Oh, you got to get your ESA or ESP. I, or I, have, a, I have no clue. It's, it's, so it, what they're trying to do is you'll appreciate the stupidity of this as an account. They're trying to put a financial price cost uh, associated with things like diversity, environmentalism, and all that, which is impossible. You can't do mm-hmm. that. There's no you can't quantify that. that. You can't quantify that. But they and you have to whoever came up with this is a genius because this is the latest 
consulting advertising thing and they're going to fleece these companies their clients for literally billions of dollars trying to teach them something that's not possible um but that's that that I, I could see so they don't really need that well of consultants or smart people they just need good looking people and people who are good salesmen and can pitch yes yep. yes uh this person who i was just talking about i is rather attractive um so she gets paid for that uh Interesting. Anderson uh, Consulting and Anderson Accounting before they all went belly up. They yep. had nothing good looking Enron. people. Enron. Um, yep. Me, Mike, for two bucks. Uh, love seeing you smile, Cappy, and sporting that sweet tan. I get a lot of sun. Because did I tell you it was sunny out in 80 degrees with a nice breeze the entire day today? Based on the multitude of pictures you posted on social media and texted, I had no idea. <laughs> our, our, our buddy we have in common um, – who likes hockey teams. Yes. Uh, like you dick. You're always sending me these pictures that, well, guess what? After he told me that in person, guess what I did? You sent him plenty a more. Lot of right. Yeah. Obviously. Of course. I heard that same story about seven hours ago. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Sorry. I... Me, Mike for two bucks. You see all this hope. Cappy craps all over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think hope is one of the best things, like the best revenge ever for people who work hard and are responsible because hope just destroys so many people's lives. It just makes them like not work. And so, you, you know, you, you see them just go into debt, hope they yeah. win the lottery, hope they do the hope, anything but getting off your ass and changing your life, man. And I think hope is a great, it's just, I think it is, it almost is proof to me that God exists and he's just. But I wouldn't go that far just yet. Hope for a large tax refund. Um, I hope I hope Prince Charming is around. I hope I find a job with my liberal arts degree. Ugh. Sam Whiskey for uh, $4.99. Chad, how does the IRS view gap year? I th- gap year? Is that like where you graduate from school, take a year off, and then... Oh, you're saying a year where you don't file. Um as long as you don't have any paperwork or anything that would indicate you would owe them taxes, they would actually prefer you have a gap year if you are due a refund. IRS don't want you to file if you're due a refund because they don't want to pay. Uh, Channel 1800 dumb, $5 New Zealand. That is a full compliment, Chad. <laughs> Fully uh, homo. He, uh, the Toby is a big time actor, I swear. No, I, I think it's, a, I actually do think it's a compliment because, I mean, he's been in all kinds of movies and he's had, have you ever seen Pleasantville? Yeah, I did. Kind of yeah. liked that one. Always kind of liked that. So. I I like uh, American Beauty, one of those more in depth ones about family and community, that kind of thing. I always like. Uh, well, he wasn't in that one, was he? He wasn't in that one. I'm just oh. saying, akin to Pleasantville. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hat and clogs four through three four for five bucks. Oh, Radix Omnium Malorum Avaricia. The love of money is the root of all evil. Make bank, Cappy, and Jesus still loves you. See, even and I knew that there is that that technique. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. Yeah. But the love of my own time. That's called self-respect. See, it 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 really you're gonna have a hard time convincing. It's like saying oxygen is evil. No, we all need it and we want it. You know, like I mean, big boobs are the root of all evil. No, they're not. No, I want big boobs. I want lots of big boobs. I don't want small boobs. You know, I want lots of big boobs. And there's nothing wrong with that. What does it profit a man if he gains the world but loses his soul? Here we go. Thank you, DJ Aftershock. Environmental, social, and governance. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty lame, you know, corporate speak 
I, I want all Fortune 1000 companies out there, whatever, anyone who, if you pay client or consultants to advise you on this, you are fucking dumb as shit. You are dumber than all hell. That is, you just got screwed. And, uh, I, you know, just, you could just, just go get the jelly. So that when they put on the strap on dildo and fuck you in the ass for all this money, you, it feels a little, little bit better, but you guys are fucking dumb. Yeah. Uh, channel 18 are dumb for $2 New Zealand. Now I must say, Cappy is Kevin Spacey. Well, I don't know if that's something you want to do. I always liked him as an actor, but are we talking the character in, in, uh, Oh, in American Beauty. Well, that'd be a good character. He was a good I, character. I don't know if I am. He was such a putz to begin with. Yeah, but he I'm, really gained his balls after he started working out, smoking weed, working weed. at McDonald's or whatever. Eat every day. Yeah. All right. I think we're caught up now. Yeah, we're caught up. Yep. Caught up. Um, let me turn that off. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's about it. Um, we have caught up with all my fan mail. That's good. Wait, hang on. Oh, you know what? I'll read that article later. Yeah, I'm logging out. And this will be the this will be the last podcast from Vegas. This will be the last consulting video from Vegas. This will be the last video from Vegas until probably September. I think September, October, I'll come back. Uh, Channel eighteen hundred gave us one more super chat. Yeah, uh, five dollars New Zealand. I think it says the love of money is the root of many kinds of evil. It's not a solid, all-encompassing. Okay. Well, I, when P, here's here's my main complaint. When people say money's the root of all evil, it's their evil. They're trying to steal from you. That's also yeah. good. But cool. All right. Anything else? No, that's it. So you leave tomorrow to go. Leave tomorrow. Uh, you and our, uh, Mexican friend are of course, always invited to stop on by. I actually have some people that are going to swing on by. Cool. Um, are like going to come on out and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And people are like, well, where do you fly in? Is there an airport out there? And I, I, I'm shocked how little knowledge people have of South Dakota. I'm not expecting them to know everything, but I would, I would assume you guys know it has electricity. It has the internet. Yes, it does have an airport. Um, <clears throat> here's, nice here's, airport. Do you know what South Dakota doesn't have? And this is a good, this is the only thing it doesn't have compared to, to other states, aside from major metropolitan areas. I was thinking Amtrak, but doesn't a train go through there? Does it? Nope, that goes to North. It also doesn't have Amtrak that goes through North okay. Dakota. But this is this is what makes South Dakota one of the best. And I will also give you a hint. North Dakota also has this in common. Wow. Uh, not a lot of pollution. Um, am I close? What were you addicted to? Before I shamed you into giving it up. Oh yeah, the sports wall. There's yeah, there's no, not much sports wall. No professional sports team in the Dakotas or Wyoming or Montana. Correct. Yeah, yep. yeah. And that's perfectly fine with me. You small penis, fat white dudes <laughs> in the suburbs who is having his wife railed by somebody else. You guys go watch your sports ball in your major metros. Have have you ever like you're at the gym? Have you ever gleaned and look? I, we'll go after this, but have you ever gleaned at what's on the ESPN or Sports Center? You know, it's interesting. They actually don't have TVs at uh, the gym we go to. I've got to go to that gym because the gym yeah. I go to it's all sports ball and it's daytime <laughs> sports ball analysis. Oh, and, that's such a waste. Oh. And I I gotta wonder, like the guys who are the hosts, 
do they contemplate eating a bullet? Because these guys are the smart ones. They know what they're doing. They don't. But is it time for what's the famous Miami Heat basketball player? Uh, well, LeBron. I think he's on. He's on the Lakers now. I think. Hey, should LeBron like literally? LeBron said this on Twitter. What do you think? Oh, and uh, um, there, there on the menu, maybe self-deletion might be an option for some people. But I'm kind of like, who is watching this? Like, what? Who watches this? And and you've got to like, man, I hope these guys are paid a lot of money because they they uh they can't possibly believe this bullshit. They and to keep, to keep up the act, like they're actually analyzing it. I, I'm impressed. That that's that's better performance than professional wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's brilliant what they do. Just a quick thing on this. So ESPN is owned by Disney, and um, they have really lost a lot of money in the last few years. And I'll tell you why. Or do you know why? They switched everything. Everyone switched to uh, the internet. Well, that's part of it. But the a huge reason is because they've gotten so damn political and they keep pushing these like little lefty agendas like over and over and over. And people are just sick of it. Leftists don't watch sports. I'm I'm sick and tired of everything having a like a nonprofit story behind it, like some poor person. Human interest, yeah. Human interest, thank you. Like um <clears throat> that those all need to be nuked from orbit. Yeah. Like here's the byproduct of a broken home, and oh, don't you feel? But but she overcame and kicked the ball real good through a fence, yeah. and oh, it's a bro good. Oh, and donate to this charity, and then it's a new charity in the next week. Uh, me, Mike, for two dollars. What's wrong with using said money to support single mommies? Yeah, it's not their money; it's my money. That is my time and my life going to support people that made a mistake. We That's- have to pay for it. Look, look, ladies, I'm all for you getting abortions. I could say that on YouTube because that that's they're for that. All right, go get your abortions. If you're religious, you shouldn't be having premarital sex. See how simple this solves it? Yeah. <clears throat> if you're religious, well, you shouldn't be having premarital sex. But if you're not religious, please go get an abortion. <laughs> that's it. And and I, I know this this will ruffle some feathers on the religious listener's side, which I'm, I'm completely sympathetic for, but I'm, I'm just not religious. But from a purely operational standpoint you're not you're going to torture the child you're yeah. just kid and, and it, it goes against my own financial interest because i need you all to have broken families so your children True. are fucked up so they come talk to me in like 15 years all right but but in in the ideal world you would not put yourself in this position in the first place uh but i just no i don't want my money going to single mommies mm-hmm. They're not my kid. Like, if I get to fuck them and they're hot, well, maybe, because then it would be my kid. See how that works? But no. Uh, one idea I have, you know, of my podcast is uh, we'll call it the sad story segment. And that's <laughs> where someone's, like, wanting me to work for free. Everybody's got a sad story. So I got like the, some. Wait, people want to work for free? No, I'm saying they want me to do their taxes oh, for free. Oh, yes. They got a yes. sad yes. story. Yes story are you writing this down are you taking notes oh yeah dude i i it's in here and even if it wasn't i got plenty of notes you know and emails okay. on all good, this good. yeah i save it yes outstanding outstanding so all right take us out toodles